0: Davey Micho, I knew um, for a long time, and Davey Micho was a guy who wrote for a film magazine, and Davey wanted to make a film, and it was like, oh yeah, whatever, you know. So does you know every yeah yeah go on, and Davey, it's um, uh, you know said I want you to play this character, and it's like, whatever. The good thing about you know being around and being basically a pessimist. You get proved wrong a lot, and I love being wrong about stuff. Animal Kingdom is, without question, the most career-wise important film that I ever made. I mean, without Animal Kingdom, you—I mean, you—you you, you don't give a fuck about me without that film because none of the rest of the stuff happened. Three Films and a Podcast has no claim of ownership on any film footage used in this episode. All film footage is owned in its entirety by the copyright holders and is used solely with the intent of film criticism, commentary, and education under fair use law. And just like every car in Too Fast, Too Furious, this podcast contains spoilers. Enjoy. Oi, you stupid cunts, and (laughs) welcome to Three Films and a Podcast. The show where three friends challenge each other to broaden their cinematic horizons through a series of themed rounds my name is ben Lawhore and i'm coming to you from salt lake city utah and as always i'm joined by tyler beck up in portland oregon
1: boy <laughs> i'm gonna need a minute that got me so off guard i love that so much hello everyone welcome
0: <laughs> and uh as always also with uh, matt weiler down in pleasant grove wow Hi, <laughs> I, I don't know who's gonna top that oh uh, my god just gotta get everyone's attention when we start you know
1: <laughs> mission <laughs> accomplished <laughs> <laughs> jesus
0: for those of you new to the show i'll be the first to welcome you to the movie club what began as a movie club between the three of us and an ever increasing group chat has turned into this little community of movie lovers and watchers here at a three films and a podcast we are very happy to have you here while we were on the topic, if you want to let other people know about us, that'd be great. Friends, family, enemies, just people on the street. <laughs> I don't care. You can just yell it out to them. That would be wonderful. Um, and there's also a lot of ways to support us. You can, you know, find us. You can yeah, find us on Apple Podcasts and rate and review us there. We're on Spotify. We do a video podcast on YouTube, you know, it's one of our favorite podcasts says, like all the places and spaces you can find us. So <laughs> like and subscribe, you would appreciate that
1: it's a good podcast it's
0: a it's a great podcast <laughs> um and we you can uh, go to our website three filmspodcom we have merch we have like our patron stuff there just anything you need we've got it ready for you so i say let's get on with the show we're going to get into this week's episode where we are talking about a movie that i actually selected in our crime movie draft back in the day with a uh, fellow podcast uh lover joshua johnston Hello, Josh. I know you're listening. Um, we are talking about 2010's Animal Kingdom, a Australian crime drama from director David Michaud. Is that how we think it's pronounced? Short. Does that sound yeah, right? That sounds right. Okay. Um, I
1: prefer Michaud, but you know, that's because <laughs> yes, I'm a child. Tyler <laughs> Michaud. Me, me
0: <chode. laughs> Steve's on say, here, Tyler. Yes, Sorry, he Steve. Come on, we haven't said anything bad yet. Um, this movie is starring. I feel like a somewhat known guy Pierce. I think people kind of knew about him a little bit um, and then probably only known in Australia at that point, Joel Edgerton, Jackie Weaver, James Freshville, and the star of our newest spinoff podcast, 15 minutes of Mendelssohn, Ben <laughs> Mendelson <laughs> is in here. I think really just kind of tearing up every scene that he's in, but oh, we, yeah. will, we will get into that. But before we get into that, we want to introduce our guest here, this is a, a long time friend outside of the podcast, our our mentor, our guru, the person that we called when we were <laughs> setting up to show us how to do this. Uh, Adam Palcher is here from not a damn yeah. movie podcast, but from Deep Dive Film School. Adam, thank you so much for joining us. Of course, it's an
2: honor to be on with you guys. Very excited to be here. Can't wait to talk about this movie um appreciate you throwing out all the spaces and places throwback <laughs> that's funny you know sure Sh- uh sherlock is like my big brother and he throws he likes to throw things at me like that where uh where he, to put me on the spot never he never lets me know but appreciate you guys uh appreciate everything uh and and the invite yeah, yeah for sure
0: I think we're 40 plus episodes in. So I think we finally felt like, okay, we won't embarrass ourselves too much in front of Paul Let's have him on. I I don't think he'll leave early or anything at this point, but
2: no, I mean the thing, the beauty of podcasts is this is kind of, and it's probably why you started. This is, we would be having these conversations anyways. This is forcing us to, forcing us to have that conversation about a certain piece of pop culture.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Spot on. Like that's, yeah, that's why we love this. This is a lot of fun. Um, Speaking of spaces and places, do you want to let people know about your podcast? And where they can find you guys, what it's all about? Yeah,
2: yeah, pretty much like you said, we're pretty much everywhere: Spotify, Apple, uh, YouTube, Deep Dive Film School. Uh, we we did do a damn movie podcast for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, this is technically our fourteenth year together that we've been doing podcasts. We our first episode was in I think March two thousand seven. Oh wow, uh, which is crazy to think about. But we've we've gone through a lot of evolution as well, rebranded as Deep Dive Film School, and we're in a super happy place so please if you enjoy uh enjoy the movie chat and uh a show pretty similar to this one uh we, we we would love to get your uh get your eye- eyeballs and earballs. yeah exactly. it's um
1: a damn movie i like i feel like i grew up with a damn movie podcast um <laughs> well you, i've been through yeah, so you did. I mean, you, you my were the, life you were
2: there at the beginning yeah, i think actually so. i remember talking to you about <laughs> it
1: and my life has changed so much and i've grown so much you know just personally through that whole time and like You and Sherlock were always in my ears, and there's so many incredible episodes, and I learned a lot from you guys. And you were genuinely uh, one of the larger inspirations for doing this podcast in the first place. So uh, I'm personally very excited to have you here.
0: I remember, thanks, buddy, appreciate it. I remember Tyler telling me about it when we were living together, and like just kind of discovering it. And yeah, it was it was awesome. I also remember being super jealous when he was coming on to talk (laughs) about heat. Like, man. I want
1: to go and talk about it two hours. Like
2: <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't remember if it was Point Point Breaker. uh I thought it was Point Breaker. Well, it was both. It was, it was both. I think you did I, two.
1: You did two movies oh, okay. per episode. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: yeah that's right. I just remember the Heat because we all good... watched it together. I think you know, and I was like, oh, it's, mm-hmm. I would love to go talk about Heat. That's I'm jealous. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I'm just glad oh, I finally a have a face to a name. I think they bring you up every <laughs> single episode. So, <laughs> oh,
3: it's like I hear Turp. I don't think I believe in Paulcher, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, think I real.
0: believe he exists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is, I'm real. It's I promise. Santa Claus. It's a shared oh, he's imaginary real. friend that we have. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, appreciate it. yeah, we're super happy to have you here. Like we said, we kind of think of this thing as a movie club and obviously being a guest, that means you are without a doubt a member of the club. So we are super stoked that you're here. But also, you know, what comes being a member of the the club is you have to answer our clubhouse questions, which we ask every guest that comes on for the first time. <laughs> just to kind of get right, you right. get to know your like movie tastes a little bit better. So people can kind of understand, you know, what your tastes are, where you're coming from. So I will kick All it right. off. Hit um, me. My question for film lovers that I talk to is you're on a desert Island TV, 4k Blu-ray surround sound, everything. And you can take the <laughs> filmography of one either actor or director with you. If they're alive, you'll get the stuff that they continue to do. Um, but I'm always just curious, like what what people would take with them on this desert island. So I would love to throw that question to you. Gosh, uh,
2: <laughs> I, I love the rules. That's those are great yeah. island <laughs> rules.
0: Oh, um, like over time, I've had to clarify. I, like, wait, do I get their other stuff? I'm like, I don't know. I had not thought about it. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, so <laughs> sure. just throw it in there. So it's, it's not known. all nonsense, anyways. So
1: why not? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot yeah. Of so rules I, for I get, nonsense. Get,
2: yeah. Um, gosh, I, I, you know, for a long time I was, I mean, what got me into movies was actors and how cool actors were on screen and how they talked and how they looked, all that stuff, you know, just growing up being a kid that was super into indie film and, you know, just kind of went, but I, I kind of evolved into director mm-hmm. and that is definitely, I'm definitely more of a director person. If I could do, can I do each, can I do actor and director?
0: Ooh. Because you're the Godfather, or is there rules? Of
1: three <laughs> you are a pod, podfather. I will let it.
0: I will let it go. So yes, right. you can do one of just each. this, one time, just I this one time. No one <laughs> oh, else is on the paltry level, so don't. Quite ask.
1: the exception. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, if I go actor, I thought about this a lot today, and for a long time I was an Al Pacino guy, but I'm not going to go Al Pacino. Hooah. I actually thought about this a lot, and the one person I can think of that does not have anything bad, though this would not be an ideal thing to have <laughs> on an island, is Tony Collette. Tony Collette oh. has never been in anything bad. Um, okay. Yeah. Six,
1: wow. Six great sense,
2: answer. hereditary. Like I, I'm just Knives thinking out. Uh, yeah, she's amazing in everything.
1: No one move until we figure this all out. What
2: can we ask why? Has something changed? No, no, it hasn't changed, or no, we can't
1: ask, Mister Stevens. uh, You may continue.
2: So I'm going Tony Collette. um, Well, if it helps,
1: I will let you. (laughs) I will let you take uh, Al Pacino, the character in Tropic Thunder. If you want to go back to Al Pacino, I'll let you add that. (laughs) Okay, Alpha, Alpha, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, and
2: then and then director, uh, director. This is a hard one, but if I'm on an island, I gotta go Cohen Brothers.
1: Yeah. Mm. They, nice. they
2: have such, they, they have such a variety of what they do and they just hit my funny bone like <laughs> few, few people do. So, uh, so I'm good. going Cohen Brothers. I Cause the- you get, you get, you get dark, you get funny, yeah. you get wacky, you get goofy, you get threatening intense you get it all yeah so mm-hmm. i'm going with them yeah i think it's that's Great a team. solid choice like yeah so that's kind of a cheat too because
0: there's two of them you're taking They're all brothers. three people with you but this island.
2: is a this is a good brothers episode
0: <laughs> that's, true. Right? Yeah, that's like that, true. that makes sense that's a yes. wonderful
1: <laughs> time that's why uh we're still learning from you um, yeah so i love that answer it, i was it was interesting for me to hear you talk about how you got into movies because of actors because i always think of you like you said as A director person so even though i thought i knew you that's why i like these questions (laughs) because invariably i get to know the person that much better um i always like to ask about people's favorite experiences watching movies whether it's like in the theater or uh you know at someone's house at a sleepover or whatever and uh to tie it in with our guest here one of my favorite times going to the movies we went and saw mad max together uh fury road oh, oh right. man yeah. yeah i remember that's right we that's went a, to the a theater experience and, yeah, that's so good <laughs> oh yeah a good theater experience and so especially i with, don't think uh, oh go ahead buddy
2: oh i i just don't think we knew what we were getting into with no, that movie that was i don't such think so a good movie uh-huh.
1: But, yeah, um, so, yeah, if you can think of anything, a time in your life where you, you know, it's memorable to you in the theater or whatever, I'd love to hear about it.
2: (laughs) I mean, let me start off by saying we don't all have the Angels in the Outfield experience like you do. (laughs) We don't have it. That was for me and
1: for me only. That's hard
2: to match. Hard to match. As as I get Um, older,
1: there's times where I'm like, I'm not actually sure that happened. But (laughs) it seems so real to me. (laughs) Oh, it happened. Uh, It happened.
2: Um. Well, gosh, that's, you know, I'm a huge theater goer for sure. Uh, I'm going to have to default to just, I don't know if, yeah, there's probably one experience definitely for sure. I I was going to say overall Sundance. I've been going to Sundance for over 20 plus years and that's like, there's been multiple things that have happened at Sundance during Q Q and A's and, and, and random things. So I'll definitely go there, but the specific Sundance, uh, story i'm gonna go with this is so this is one of my first probably one of my first maybe second or third year going to sundance i think it was around 2001 or so and i saw donnie darko and memento in the same day wow Wow. and i and i was like
3: what the fuck is going on (laughs) like this is
2: this is crazy (laughs) like these movies are nuts yeah and memento was the last one i've seen i last one i saw and that movie is such a mind fuck and you you're trying to figure out and follow all of all of what's happening inside of that movie. I mean, another great throwback to Guy Pierce here. Yeah. Um, but in the Q and a, this is when Christopher Nolan was nobody like no one knew who he was. He had made dark Knight*. Memento was his second movie following was his first one, which is a super indie black and white film. Yeah. yeah it was like a school and, film or something too. Yeah. It was a student film. I believe it was his NYU uh, thesis film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so no one knew who he was. You know, his brother who Jonathan, who's written uh, everything for him, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, they were both in the Q&A and they were going over and some stupid ass lady in the theater goes, uh, after seeing Memento, uh, the one of the most mind blowing movies you'll ever see. She goes, uh, why do you have a English accent and your brother doesn't? <laughs> 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 and I'm like seriously? You that you get one question and that's what you ask. <laughs> and then in retrospect And then in retrospect, to find out like what he became and that like she has to be just like shaking her (laughs) head, being like, what what did I do? What a stupid question. (laughs) And it ends up they like I think they're like half brothers technically and like they, you know, if you really want to know the answer, (laughs) 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 one of them grew up in England and
0: one of them didn't. There you go. (laughs) Dying to know. Uh, Not
2: like what does life or what does the ending mean or anything (laughs) like that. (laughs) Well, um, so I I that was that was a memorable experience um uh, that was a memorable experience but even christopher nolan shook his head he's like wow okay um <laughs> <right>. okay let's <laughs> your one question i wish he just would have
1: been just like answered it for like 30 minutes and just ruined the whole <laughs> q a <laughs> oh that would be great That's
3: so good a few rounds back um we did a round where each of us chose an unsung gem. Um, if anyone's listened to this podcast, when we've got guests that are familiar with this question, uh, but we did a round where, and this round actually specifically is an unsung gem round, uh, but it's a movie that you love and that you feel is either hasn't been seen by anybody that you know, or is just, just like dramatically underappreciated. And so what would Gosh. be your unsung gem if you could pick one?
2: Gosh, I see a lo- I watch a lot of movies, so I have a, a handful, but I'm all, I'm only going to choose one. Is it something more recent or is it something just like doesn't matter? It's your it sure world's not matter. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go more recent. Um there is a zombie film called One Cut of the Dead. Oh yeah. And I believe it is a Korean film or maybe Japanese, but it is one of the most unique film experiences I've ever gone through. And everyone I tell to watch uh this film is blown away by it. And just to give you a loose setup, I'm not going to spoil the film, but this whole movie is basically shot in one shot. Oh, wow. And, um, it's a zombie film. And the first 10 minutes are the short film of the movie that these people are making. I'm a huge fan of movies about movies. And so you get kind of the behind Mm -hmm. the scenes of this and the meta. Ness by the end of this movie, you're just like, wait, (laughs) what? That's why that happened because of this. And like, it's it's a amazing experience, especially if you love horror movies. And even if you don't, like honestly, ten minutes in after the short film is over, this is my only this is my only thing I will say: do not turn it off because there is still more to go. Really? Uh, because, yes, because they they run they run credits and it seems like it's over. And like, okay, well, all right, I <laughs> sure. can kind of see why he I can kind of see why he said I should watch it. Keep watching. It is a brilliant film uh that just folds onto itself that i've just truly never seen anything like it before that came out i think in a a few years ago but one cut uh what is it one cut of the dead Mm -hmm. um just you you gotta watch it to know what i'm talking about i can't wait to watch
1: it (laughs) why is it that every good movie now is a horror film i'm such a (laughs) such a wimp and i'm like fuck i have to like It's like my fear of snakes. I should just like get in a pit of snakes and watch horror movies. This is
2: not scary one (laughs) iota there. It just has zombies in it. Zombies (laughs) just aren't really scary in general. (laughs) That's why there's zombie land in comedies like that. Like even, you know, Dawn of the Dead is funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like, you know, zombies, you know, maybe Danny Boyle's 28 days later is scary, but that's because they're puking blood all over you the whole movie. So (laughs) Uh, but highly recommend that one. Uh, that's one I tell everyone to watch, uh, especially if they're horror buffs. Well,
1: that's great. I can't wait. Yeah. If you recommended it, I'll watch it.
0: Yeah. I, think I, I bought it like a year ago. It's just one of those. that has been sitting in the queue forever. So oh, I'll, it's dude. bumped up for sure. I want to check Look that out. I was disappointed. It. It.
1: <laughs> I know I was
0: really drawn in by the premise. Like, oh, that sounds awesome. So yeah, I need to, I need to watch it for sure. Truly um, unique. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see and like Matt brought up like this is, you know, his question is about the unsung gems and this is our second round of unsung gems. Uh, so I just kind of wanted to go into why I chose this for my pick. I mean, this we've talked about it before, but that year where I tried to watch 500 movies. That's where I discovered this. I think the qualifier was like a movie from Australia. because it had one from each continent. I was like, all right, well, I have no idea what this is, so I'm just going to check it out. And I loved it. And <laughs> Honestly, like trying to think of a way to bring it into the pod is kind of how my mind thought of like Unsung jams. I'm like, I want to make them watch this, but I've already seen it. So how, <laughs> how do we do this? So, And then, of course, I didn't even pick it up with uh, Kubrick's The Killing. But I'm glad we finally got around to it. I really love this movie. Um, Obviously, I think it's great. Adam, I know you had a great experience with this for your first time seeing it. So do you want to give people like a quick rundown of what the movie is and then just kind of talk about your personal experience with the movie and just your overall thoughts?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, if you read my Blu-ray, it says it's the Australian Goodfellas. So I don't know if you want to believe that (laughs) or not. Um, This is actually I could see where they're coming from a little bit. Mm -hmm. I actually say it's. May you know maybe actually a little more effective than Goodfellas. Goodfellas is a great time, right? Yeah, and it's done well, and everything and it's super stylized. Um, and and you know it's Goodfellas. It's it's fucking Scorsese. Yeah, like I mean, yeah, like exactly. how, how are you going to argue with that? But like but at the same time, I could see the little elements that they're talking here. Obviously, this is some kind of Australian mafia, but I think there's a nice twist here because they're actually family. Mm-hmm. They're not just part of the family, they're family. Yeah. And, and I think, I think that makes a big difference when you look at the connections and the emotional connections of each character that we're kind of living the lives through. Uh, My experience in this, when I go to Sundance, I watch like 20, 30 movies. So mm. I am like blowing through movies. And um, a lot of times you're just like, okay, what's next? Yeah. What's next. And sometimes there's like, Way too much heavy stuff. I mean, Sundance is known for heavy stuff, but like sometimes you're like, I need like a dick joke so bad, (laughs) like where, you know, and so you just kind of follow, follow things around, you follow buzz and stuff like this. And this one, I just kind of like you did, Ben, I went into it blind um, and it was mostly because of the title. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's an awesome name for a movie, really, especially if you think about it being about like these, you know, these gangsters. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so I kind of went into a blind, didn't know anyone other than Guy Pierce, like you said at the beginning there. And it's funny because he's on the front cover and the poster and everything, but he's really not the main character in the movie. He's just kind yeah. of Australian, Australian. He's in every Australian movie from uh, 2000 to 2015, I think. It's part of and his, so,
1: his SAG contract. He's like, if it's yeah. Australian, I'm in it.
2: Yeah, I got to be in it. And me, and did, me, so. me and Hugh Jackman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. and Nicole Kidman. Because he other show up um,
0: to like 30 minutes in almost, right? Yeah, like, it was yeah a 45 minutes. Yeah. I clocked it. It's, it's 45 minutes. Crazy. But, and
2: he has a great, you know, he does a great job. And he ha- specifically has an amazing scene where he talks about the animal kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll get to that part. Um, but you know, this is really more about Jay that James, uh, Freshville. I, is that how you say it? I want to say Frenchieville, but there's no N in there. (laughs) There's no N in there. Um, so, but, uh, it's really about him and, uh, him basically falling into this really unfortunate situation. Yeah. Um, but you know, this movie took me with not only the pacing and the stylization of it. Um, this is really good writing and the yeah. acting is insane here, especially so for good. people like you said that I didn't really know. And obviously a lot of them went on to do uh great things and, and we'll get into which ones and who, yeah. who, you know, who really ruled the world here. But Jackie Weaver, Ben Mendelsohn and Joel Edgerton didn't know any of them. And they all are in this movie and you're like, Whoa, mm-hmm. who are these people? Um, and this movie is just, it's just like dripping with intensity the whole time. Yeah. Um but it's really about Jay and him being this kid who falls into this situation and uh you know this is his family to a degree but not people he's super familiar it's, with it's and he gets thrown he's thrown into God. this world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He gets thrown into this world and uh mm-hmm. on, on, yeah honestly uh yeah there's a lot to talk about but hopefully that's a kind of a quick premise and it's kind of hard to explain because it's just like the slow spiral of intensity, yeah. and you know, it's like the end of Breaking Bad, like, oh, sh- something bad's gonna happen, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> and then, yeah, I think that's, I mean, we'll get into it, but that, that the slow pace is what brings so much, you know, tense tension to it, so no, um. Doubt i do just quickly i I love when he's like hi uncle darren he's like don't call me uncle i'm like like, two years older than you (laughs) um yeah but i presume by the blank stares i got when i selected it for the movie draft matt that you and tyler haven't seen this was this your first watch for animal kingdom what what was your experience with it
3: yeah it was my first watch um i think i mentioned the crime draft this isn't really my genre this is where Mm -hmm. i shine like i'm I'm probably the least versed in gangster crime movies of probably anybody that, you know, um, but that's not to say that I don't enjoy them. And so obviously it's your recommendation. So I already know going into it that, you know, there's, there's something here to watch. Mm. It's not just like, you know, someone at work recommending it to me. <laughs> um, now that's a bad thing. If, Any of you at work are listening to this? Like and subscribe. I'm watching. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Um, email
2: directed to Matt, but you need to step up your movie record. (laughs) Please don't have all the time in the world
3: to watch that. Um, But no, I, I I really enjoyed it. Um, I felt like I, I was getting flavors of a lot of different stuff here. If I were to give like an elevator pitch to the movie, I would explain that it's, it's like Harry Potter. Only there are four Dudleys. (laughs) And they're his uncle and Harry's not a wizard and bad things start to happen. Anyway, um more gun wands,
0: but yeah. 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 That's awesome. No, but is Mendelson Voldemort then? I guess one of the uncles is Voldemort. Um, or Worm's who knows? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. something else.
3: No, but I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um I I was getting especially when they, when they talk, when uh, Ben Mendelsohn or not Ben Mendelsohn, um, Guy Pierce is talking about the animal kingdom. Yeah. Uh, I, I sort of got like this, I got way, I got images of the movie juice in my head from mm. Tupac. And yeah. I kind of, from that point, I kind of knew where this was going. Um, and so it was also just interesting seeing that going, but yeah, like, uh, Paltrow mentioned the intensity, uh, was very much like the Safety brothers, you know, take sure i can see that uh especially with like good time the way that sort of unravels and mm-hmm. just unfortunate thing after unfortunate thing and having to adapt on the fly and like as an audience you're just like i have no idea where
0: this is going to go next so yeah, it's a great ride to go on i think for the yeah. first time honestly even as a rewatch it but it blast
2: yeah me too the last time i rewatched this was probably 10 years ago so it was a great to revisit nice
1: yeah well the last time I rewatched it was this afternoon because uh, <laughs> the first time I watched it was sometime last week with my neighbor, and uh, he's a very generous man, and he let me share some of his Portland's finest during the opening credits and uh I mean, it made for a great viewing experience, but as for uh the memory of the movie, uh, it was pretty much non-existent so uh, <laughs> I needed to rewatch before we did this and i'm uh I'm glad that I did um and uh, I wrote down my Letterboxd review after I watched it the first time that, you know, I couldn't really remember. Um, but it sort of felt like a mix of training, like a mix of training day and Scorsese with, like, just like a little bit of Boondock Saints thrown mm. in there. Uh, and then all with Australian accents. So uh, for <laughs> me, it was a hell of a recipe, and I had a ton of fun watching, albeit, like, maybe a little bit too much fun. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i glad that I got around to a Uh, watching it a little bit more lucid um and after watching today i wasn't quite so sure about my scorsese uh the scorsese Mm. line in my review but to hear that they say it's the australian goodfellas is somewhat validating so i feel i feel a little (laughs) bit better about that but yeah man this is a blast ben you've talked about this for a while um i've been looking forward to this like looking at the schedule knowing when you know that we were going to be watching this soon Mm -hmm. and um not that i didn't enjoy everything we watched before this but there was certainly times where I'm like, I just, I, I want to watch animal kingdom. I don't want to watch, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever movie, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely glad We finally got around to it. It was, it was a blast, ton of fun.
0: Cool. I'm glad. Yeah. There's definitely, I felt this like kind of a weird pressure of like, I've talked about this so much, you know, <laughs> you don't want to build it up where it's like, you guys, it's great, but it's also like, I keep talking about it for a reason. Like I really love this movie, mm-hmm. but um yeah I, let's just get into it. i kind of want to talk quickly you know for the people who are listening or watching you may not be familiar with some of the names we've gone over like we said when this came out i feel like there's just one person known in america that was guy pierce like all the whole cast is bringing it you would know guy pierce from you know Palcher's sundance experience memento which is a, <laughs> a great movie also in la confidential hurt locker so um and which he's in one of the iron mans isn't he iron man three Great. You look really great.
1: God, you you look great. I I I can't. Now please call me Aldrich. Uh, you were supposed to be issued a security badge. Happy yeah, is okay. Yes. We're good. You sure? Yes. Okay. Stand down. I'm gonna linger Thank right you. here. Okay.
0: Three. So Ethan, yes, exactly. Ethan if you're
3: listening, Iron Man 3 is <laughs> <Yes>, best guy. <laughs> that's where
0: you know this guy from. Ethan. <laughs> but now we have people, other people who we know now like Joel Edgerton who's done more than just be Uncle Owen in the prequels. You know, he was in Zero Dark Thirty, The Gift, Warrior, another great brothers movie. Jackie Weaver who was in Stoker, Silver Linings Playbook and one of my favorites of the Disaster Artist. I think she's just great in that. Um <laughs> and then Ben Mendelsohn who like I mean you know him from Dark Knight Rises. Rogue One. We just talked about Ready Player One, and honestly, like another unsung gem, I think uh, Mississippi Grind, which is a, mm-hmm. a really I feel like underrated movie. But that's a that's a great one. Mendelssohn gives a f- fucking great performance in that. Wait, so, what's
1: that movie? Have I seen that movie?
0: Him and Ryan Reynolds. I have um, yeah, seen yeah, that movie. That
1: a, hmm. Yeah, it's a good. I one. saw
0: that. Yeah, it was good. Like uh, Mendelsohn essentially just has like a gambling. Debts and addiction, you know, and yeah. Reynolds is kind of yeah. just like taking him on a road trip. It's a really weird buddy road trip. Yeah, <laughs> movie, I'm, a, for sure. I'm a sucker it, for
2: It's Gambler depressing movies. as hell. Yeah. It's a <laughs> it really it's a depressing is. depressing buddy movie. Yeah. Mendelssohn's definitely the one who pretty much went on to do a ton of shit. Yeah. Um Jackie Weaver is amazing. She's she's amazing for sure. And edgerton has went on to do amazing stuff too. And, mm-hmm. Um, and he's always good. I love him. Uh, but Mendelssohn, like he he's the one bringing it in this movie, not only just from his performance, but like, there's a reason that he went on to do a ton of stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, he, to me, he's the one, I mean, obviously I'm sure probably you guys agree as well that he's the <laughs> one who's just like, Whoa, where did that come from? Yeah.
1: So you'd say he be it, it gets dark.
2: Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's, there's some part of me wants to give Jackie Weaver some, some love here. Yeah. She's got some underlying things happening here. Hey Randall, before you go on, this boy who's currently being looked after, tell me if you agree with this, this boy who's being looked after, he knows who you are, and you know how these things go, they're going to ask him all sorts of questions about everything he's ever seen or done, everyone he's ever met, the whole shamozzle, and you've done some bad things sweetie. Mm-hmm. Like for being family, there is some pretty heavy smooching going on. <laughs> yeah, um, throughout this movie to her sons. Was that, and was that not normal? Like,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, what you that's yeah. how my mom kisses I me. Was fine. Yeah, shout <laughs> out Dodie, like and subscribe.
1: What's up? <laughs> um,
2: but you know, part of you kind of wonders at a point in this movie is like, how much power does she actually have? Right? Like, is she really yeah. the one in charge? You know, because. You have a variety of brothers here. You mentioned Darren. You have Pope, which is Mendelssohn's character. Mm-hmm. I think it's Craig, who's kind of, he's the, he's the speed head guy who's just always like, doesn't know what he wants. He's just all over the place, just moving. Um, and, and then, and then Jay gets thrown in, thrown into, to all of this, right? And yeah. they really do try and portray them as a pretty, like loving family to a degree. Obviously, there's a lot of shit going on and right. a lot of like, you know, the cops are sitting outside their house. Like, yeah. it's not like there's,
0: there's saints or anything for here, sure. So, no, I think, yeah, it's a great college. I think Jackie Weaver is great. Yeah, I think it's easy to say Mendelssohn won and you can't really argue that, but Jackie Weaver, like having to tie everything together. I mean, she got like nominated for an Oscar here for her performance, which That's I think right. kind of speaks to it. Um, and yeah, it's, it's weird how like small that thing is just like the prolonged kiss like on the mouth, but like <laughs> yeah. for some reason it just makes her like, she has these guys like in her just hand, you know, her like, yeah. cause she's mm-hmm. able to like, get it from, like, get a kiss from all of them, no matter what they, they just know to like, okay, like mom is calling me i'm gonna go do that which is crazy (laughs) And you just like you raised four criminals like murderers and stuff like they still respect you and just
1: the fact that at the all the end of it like she's the only one that doesn't go to jail right and like when it becomes Mm -hmm. apparent that she's really the kingpin she's the one pulling the strings and they were more of the pawns than she was uh you know it's 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 uh it's quite apparent that like She's she's obviously the one in power here. And
2: her name is Grandma Smurf in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it.
0: And like we'll get into it later, but this is like loosely based on like a real crime family in Australia. And the woman Kath Pettengill, has like watched it, and she hates Jackie Weaver's performance. And she even called out the long kisses. She's like, "That's really weird. No one does that." <laughs> you know? I'm like, sure, I've murdered people, but no one kisses their child in the mouth that long. It's so strange. Like, it's like I mean, hey, not, she's not wrong. From
2: you know? fr- yeah, she's not wrong. But from a movie going perspective, as a director, if you're like, just kiss them, just like three seconds. longer yeah, than yes, you yeah. normally would. It, it, yeah. it cranks up that uneasiness that is throughout mm-hmm. this movie, right? Because yeah. you're like, wait, what's happening?
0: We're, who yes. are we supposed to like here? <laughs> it yeah. Is, yeah, it's so effective. Because honestly, if it's like, wait, is that her actual son? Or is it like, yeah, I don't, I don't know here. But um, Matt, in your eyes, who who won this movie for you? I mean, add me to the chorus
3: for, for Ben man man. The, uh, <laughs> the Ben Men's the, Ro- chorus? It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Ben Men's. Exactly. I laughed way too hard yes. at that. Um, <laughs> the, Good dad just, joke. Just just to echo uh Paltier, I mean, the roles he landed after, after seeing that, it makes sense. Um, yeah, seeing the high profile stuff that he's done yeah. since. I know. I guess. I guess the dark, You said he was in the Dark Knight. I can't remember him in the Dark Knight. He's dark Knight the Dark Rises.
0: He's the guy whose um, Bane is like. Do you feel in charge? You're hit. On the stock exchange, it didn't work, my friend. And now you have my construction crews going around the city at 24 hours a day. How exactly is that supposed to help my company absorb Wayne's? Leave us.
2: No, you stay here. I'm in
1: charge. Do you feel in charge?
0: Like, it's, it's a pretty small role, but, like, it's it's a significant, I think, scene in the movie. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't place him there.
3: But uh yeah, I mean seeing this and then seeing, you know, down the road these roles that he's picked up,
1: it's like he's
3: insane in this movie and it's just so good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I uh I thought it was sort of difficult to pick a winner. I mean my gut told me that it was Mendelssohn because like I was just glued to the screen in every scene that he was in. But in all honesty like I felt the same way about Jackie Weaver and Guy Pierce and Joel Edgerton like It really was kind of difficult, I thought. But then the more I thought about it, I thought, you know, like I'm not just throwing him a bone here because like he, I think, went on to the least successful career out of all these people. But uh, I had to give it to James, uh, our boy, James Freshville, Freshville. Mm. I don't even know how to Mm. say his name, but I got to thinking about it. And like his performance had to give room for all those other performances to breathe like they can't have clashing guy like you know, we just can't have like everyone going for it all the time. And so the fact that he was able to be the through line for the story and sort of carry the movie in a lot of ways. And and, like, I can't imagine that they would have made a TV series out of this if his performance was bad or Mm. if his character was bad. I just felt like his character, and his performance was exactly what the movie needed to let everyone else do their thing. So I've got to give it to him. I think he won this. And I think, you know, he just mutters and grunts a few times throughout the movie, but like, (laughs) For for only Um, doing that, he does a lot here. Yeah, it's very subtle.
2: Oh, i i totally I totally agree. That's a great and brave call out with all these other heavyweights (laughs) around him. Because truly, like that's hard. You got to match all these great, amazing actors, right? And like, if I'm gonna go to one scene um, in this movie that really took off for me, and the one that I remember striking me uh, at Sundance is this opening scene with him. Um, oh, yeah. where he's watching TV, and yeah. you're like, "Whoa, hell of a way to show not only like how unaffected and emotionless this kid is, <laughs> yeah, but like you, you kind of get like you, you think he's just sitting there and someone's sleeping next to him. He's just watching a game show, and then the <laughs> EMTs come in, and oh no, it's his mom. She's overdosed, <laughs> but he's yeah. kind of like watching, uh, you know, what a whatever a Family Feud or whatever yeah. he's watching. I can't remember. Vegas, let's make a um, deal.
1: Or something. Like, That's right.
2: That's, uh, it's something like that. But it's just like he gets kind of wrapped up. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. Um, And they walk in. They're like, what you take? Oh, heroin. You know, it's just like no thing. <laughs> but it shows just like how unaffected he is. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have that through line to Fuzz's point through the whole movie. And those moments where he finally does have a scene of emotion. He's earned it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Even even though. Like, you're like, this is my main character. How am I supposed to relate to this kid? Like, he's just weird. Yeah. He's quiet. Like, yes. you don't know what's going on. He just seems vacant. I don't know if any of you have seen many Michael Haneke films, uh, but the movie Benny's video from Michael Haneke, if, if you're looking for a uh, for a director to do, highly recommend him. Uh, he will blow your mind. But hold on to your butts, as Samuel Jackson says. Um,
1: <laughs> I remember that for episode that one. from but- A Damn Movie Podcast. Uh, the Benny's video. Uh, yeah, I remember you, you talking about that a long time ago, and I vowed to never watch the, any of that shit.
2: There is there like you, like to me that's way more of a horror movie than oh yeah it's sounds like, terrifying some like some monster chasing you. Um, the way that he does it, but a lot of Benny in that video and how he acts and how he sees the world, I see a lot in Jay here. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't realize this when I watched Animal Kingdom at Sundance, but I'd actually seen. Uh, David Michaud's short film called Crossbow mm. and it has a lot it's maybe 10-15 minutes didn't realize it but once at once I realized it after the fact you, uh, I highly recommend going to uh I, I think it's on Vimeo or something you could just go watch it it's it's yeah. you could see a lot of echoes of what he did here in Animal Kingdom and how <laughs> he kind of developed his style uh through just this short film but highly recommend that if you like that but overall the scene that took me was this opening scene? Like, obviously, there's tons of amazing scenes, and mm-hmm. but like the one that always sticks with me is this opening scene because it just punches you in the face and says, This is the kind of movie that you're in for. Yeah. So I hope yeah. you're ready.
0: Well, and it like goes right into that next scene where he's calling the grandma because we don't know really at the beginning, yeah. and then he's like, Oh, yeah, mom, oh, dude. Sorry, I probably shouldn't have said it like that. You know, it's just yeah. like, even that, you know, it's like, yeah, mom's dead. They took her away. It's like, oh, shit. Okay. So she, yeah, she's, that's kind of nuts. But he was also as stoic and as like, almost like monotone as he was for most of the movie. He is also in my favorite scene from the movie, which also for me has like who won the movie, which is Joel Edgerton. Cause I mean, dude's in here for like, I think it's 23 minutes. Exactly. I mean, obviously we know this is a spoiler pod from the beginning, but like, <laughs> He's not in there that long. Like, we haven't even met Guy Pierce yet. You know, <laughs> Joel yeah. is out of here. And uh, he won, like, the Best Supporting Actor for the Australian Oscars, which is called the, the huh. AFI. And, like, man, for huh. 23, I feel like that's, like, uh, Hannibal Lecter level, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of, I don't know how much he was on screen and winning Best Supporting Actor, so.
1: A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti um yeah, and the way of, the way that his story ends is like oof. truly shocking like it it is it, yeah. this movie starts out with a literal bang it's, it's pretty incredible
0: it's nuts yeah <laughs> like, i was like oh you just missed him he's like ah, that's fine <laughs>
1: like, yeah. holy shit it's like
0: yeah barry like come on dude don't talk
2: about wanting to get out and this is your last job that's just movie that's <laughs> yeah. you're just yeah. movie
0: suicide yeah, <laughs> what it's like, like yeah. a,
2: opening credits of a. Uh, horror movie and you see a dog
0: the family dog running around like oh that dog's dead <laughs> yeah i need mean, jamie kennedy explain these rules to him like never say he'll be right back never say this is your last job yeah, like, yeah he, he wants to get him. out oh that's yeah but <laughs> yeah. like
2: the way they approached it in this movie though is totally shocking and and like you're like oh especially after the fact that you're like what he went on to be as an actor and yeah. like he he was kind of the main guy in plenty of films so the fact that they did the hitchcock and just Oh, oh, right yeah, away, yeah. out. threw it in and there because
0: they've let it up the whole time that like it's Pope that they're after. So you just assume mm-hmm, everyone mm-hmm. else is fine because they only want Pope. But then that's also just like it takes you out. But my, my favorite scene involves Baz and Jay and it's like when they're in the bathroom together and Jay's leaving, he's like, are you going to wash your hands? And he just kind of looks at <laughs> yes. it. He's like, yeah, has got anywhere near your ass or your cock. you wash them after.
1: Jeez, come on. Bit of suck. Get will let it go rinse oh that's
0: enough Let's take him out of day it's a weirdly tender scene because you kind of realize how little if any parenting jay has ever oh, had he's got
1: nothing man
0: yeah i mean at yeah. this point he literally has nothing but like even leading up to that like if he's used to his mom like od'ing while he just watches tv or something like that like talking about being like a latchkey kid. Like that's the worst, you know, it's like, I don't yeah. know. my so deed. So I'm just going to go home and watch TV. And so that scene though, where he walks in through, he's like, all right, rinse, you know, the, all that kind of stuff. Like, man, this is a weirdly tender moment that could be played a lot differently. You know, it could have come across like a, a lot of weird ways, but for, for me, it just kind of came off as like, cool. Baz is here. He's going to like take him under his wing, help him out. He understands he didn't want to be in this position, but here he is. And yeah. I don't know. I, I love that scene. I think that plays out really well. And uh, Joel Edgerton just kind of, kind of took this one for me.
1: Yeah. Uh, piggybacking off of the fact that, you know, he's just in this terrible situation. It uh, makes me think of my favorite line from the movie. It comes from the opening monologue. Um, and he, it's like, it's, it's towards the end of his monologue. And he just says, you know, like kids just are where wherever they are and they just do whatever they're doing. And like, this is where I was. This is what I was doing after my mom died. This is the world I got thrown into. And it just like, and you know, we obviously see that throughout the movie. Like this kid, he he like, this kid never had a chance, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's, but also there is that, there is that part of him. Like you talked about Paul where it's like, he just watched his mom die and he's completely dead to it. And like, maybe he's just been completely like, broken by his circumstance but um just that whole opening sequence up until uh baz uh get shot spoiler alert um <laughs> i think was like my favorite overall section of the movie it's, it started off so incredibly well but if i had to pick one visual moment uh the outside of that line that i just cited uh i would say the the camera circling around pope uh when he's listening to all out of love on the TV. Oh man. And uh that's just like it's it's right after Baz gets shot and it's just I don't know man. It's like Mendelssohn, like I love you, bud, but he just has the weirdest looking face and like the way that it he's was a great lit. bad guy. Yeah, just like great. the blank look in his eyes and the and the the music <laughs> and just I don't know, man. It's just a really beautiful little moment. I just loved it
2: how many times have you seen a movie where he's not the bad guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that, I mean, like that's how he got a career is from this movie and seeing this. Right. And yeah. And this movie has a weird like thing where it slowly ticks off all the good people. So all that's left is the crazies. And yeah. so by the end, you're just like, what, why, you know, it, it's just, you don't know, you don't know who to love or who to even root for.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. true. Oh, and A uh, shout out to when, um, Oh shoot! What's his name? Craig? What's the 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 speed the speed junkie guy? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Craig.
1: Craig, when he's buying a shotgun and he's shooting at the silo, it's like, will you just not <laughs> stop shooting my silo? It's <laughs> <That's Yeah>. fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: falling over. Yeah, that's. He's probably- an awesome character, but he's definitely the most lost out of all oh, of yeah. them. I, I mean, I don't know. That's hard to say. Actually, now yeah, that, that that's- I say it out loud. <laughs> I mean, Although some Pope, people are just better at hiding Pope's it
1: completely off the reservation, man. Like they they I, yeah, lost he, the map for that guy.
2: <laughs> no doubt. His presence throughout this movie is the most haunting thing for sure. I, like even the first time you see him, he's like sneaking in, like in the shadows. Right. Yeah. Like, and he's like scares Jay and like, oh, hey, you remember me? Like he doesn't even, you know, he's just he I know he's like hiding from the cops, but at the same time, it's just like and then, of course, like. You just see that look in his eyes, his intentions with Jay's girlfriends, and just like just like how he acts around people, and he's obviously trying to manipulate them, but he's also stoned out of his mind. Yeah. So I, I don't know, just uneasiness through this whole yeah. movie again.
1: Not to derail the the topic too much, but that's one of my favorite things that this movie does is um, like with Pope specifically. There's a moment where uh, Grandma grandma smurf says like maybe you should get back on your pills Mm. and they don't they don't address it ever again and like the long the little long kisses there's so many weird little elements and tiny little layers that you just kind of see and then they don't address ever again and and it doesn't matter but it it adds like that depth to what you're watching in these characters and that's i think that's probably one of my favorite things this movie does is just giving us all those like context clues and you know just like this guy maybe if this guy had some meds he'd be fine you know what i mean like maybe none of this would be happening who knows but
2: it's a pretty vague movie right like it Mm -hmm. really leaves you to figure out emotionally what is important and that's that's kind of hard to do in a movie but that's kind of an attribute to the writing and definitely the acting
0: yeah for sure how about you matt did you have a favorite scene or line or anything like that from this
3: yeah, I mean, the, the two that stand out have already been mentioned. Um the the bathroom scene, um it was super memorable yeah. and and the all out of love scene. And I think those are two scenes that like make unsung gems like these just shine. Like mm-hmm. they're they're ones that you'll just remember when you think of this movie and so those those stood out to me, you know. Yeah. Cool
2: yeah, I that. thought your Shafty brothers comparison is really solid actually that's the there's the same kind of like uneasiness in those characters where like it just keeps getting worse and worse i think that's yeah. a, that's a pretty right on um comparison to kind of the feeling that you get from a movie which it's not something that you're gonna be like oh we need to watch animal kingdom <laughs> yeah. right now like it's not something that you think to pop in but when you watch it you're so glad you did and like yeah. As a movie goer, you just want to go to some different place, right? Mm-hmm. And this movie does such a good job taking you to a place that you're not familiar with, right? Right. And yeah. you don't know. Like, I, I mean, I don't know you guys. I, I know, well, I know, I don't, Matt, I don't know <laughs> you that well. I don't know if you're an Australian gangster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> watch but, yourself,
1: Baucher. But I think that's what I, I think that kind of ties into what I was saying about all the subtle layers. Cause like it is vague, but it's also very specific. Like just mm. those little bits of details, like, they don't need to tell us any more, but we get a sense of exactly what we're dealing with here, just with these little bits of detail thrown in. So it's like it's vague, but it, it is very pointed in that way too. Like you, you pretty much know what's going on here, even though you yeah. don't really have any answers.
2: And and to your point earlier, Fuzz, like um, he he's someone who obviously has had no parenting right. to 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 everyone's point of like he doesn't even know how to wash his hands after he goes to the bathroom. Um, and he gets into he he just doesn't do a lot of smart things to yeah. help the situation either, right? Like, yeah, he he goes and talks to the cops, and then just goes hangs out his girlfriend's <laughs> place. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're you're obviously not reading the room. Like these guys are being there's again the cops are sitting outside. Like we need to we need to. What did you say to the cop? Like he
0: just doesn't do a lot of smart things. Well, and here.
1: the cops are murdering hey. people too. Like it's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a, that. <laughs>
0: that that detail, but yeah, like yeah, running to hide at his girlfriend. It's like they're coming over. They're like, how do they know I was here? It's like, you literally don't have a family. <laughs> like, like, where else, else do they <laughs> you would go? You know, it's like there's one other house as kid has ever been to. <laughs> I don't know. um I wanted to ride the the coattails of the good time conversation. I have made some notes about. I was impressed that this was like kind of based on a real family, the pet and gills in Australia. Like they were tied to. You know two of them actually shooting a couple of cops you know that scene is taken directly from that smurf was you know obviously referenced uh earlier with a uh, cath pettengill there's a lot of that kind of stuff um i also was just impressed you know as someone who's like taken a, a couple screenwriting classes and like you know just really respects the craft and all that kind of stuff like Michaud worked on the script for like eight years, you know, and he says like nothing carried over from his first script (laughs) to what, you know, was in the end. like the first script was just called Jay. Hmm. And he's like nothing really carried over from that. But, you know, it's just like this evolution for eight years, which is crazy to see. Writing is
2: rewriting. Yeah,
0: Yeah. exactly. And it's it was so good. Like in the behind the scenes, they show like the first script and it's like whatever, like March of 2000, you know, and then this movie came out in 2010. So it's kind of nuts. like the persistence you need but I'm going to throw yeah. all that aside because the thing I'm kind <laughs> of interested in when you mentioned good time is like, I'm, I'm curious, like what, this is new to new to you guys. Uh, it's just, what would you put pair this with like a oh, double feature? Worry. I'm ready. You know? Um, I think I know what my answer is and that's because I, I want to lighten the mood after like as great mm. as good time <laughs> is to go with this. Like I can't, I can't like, that will just be too much. So this Are is you going kind to of step brothers. A, What's up? Separate that. I mean, yeah, going- yeah, that would definitely lighten <laughs> the mood, But I'm keeping of the vein of kind of like a dysfunctional family and fish out of water here, where someone's coming into the family, going really light here. I'm, I'm going to watch the family stone afterwards because I just need to like, kind of take it easy, you know, like a, you know, Jay and Sarah, Jessica Parker, they have a lot of similarities. I'm sure, <laughs> you know, so I'm going to follow these guys into this dysfunctional family and see how they're dealing with it. I just need something a little bit lighter afterwards, but I think those kind of tie in together, you know, just like this fish out of water experience that we can all relate to. Um, and then, yeah, just coming into a family that you you know may not know and like Jay didn't really know them at all. So um yeah, I'm curious. Again, this is super last minute, but I wanna see what you guys say, Fuzz. It sounds like you you're ready, you're locked and loaded, you yeah. ready to go?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go take a similar route but in a different way. I wanted to lighten the mood just a little bit. I picture like being at a drive through. Um, maybe I'm with my neighbor, so maybe he's sharing his 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 favorite, his good stuff Portland's with me. finest. <laughs> yeah, some of Portland's finest. Um and I I figured after this, I wouldn't mind pairing it with the boondock saints. Now hmm. Having said that, I used to love that movie probably way more than it deserves. Um, I think it's more of like a culty campy thing mm-hmm. that I used to give it credit for. Um, and I haven't rewatched it in a long time, but I kind of want like the same the same thing, but to be able to laugh at it after watching Animal Kingdom. You yeah. know, like you don't have to take it so goddamn serious. You know, it's a, there's some troubling things in the Boondock Saints for sure. And it's definitely more for a teenage boy as I'm learning as I get older, but <laughs> yeah. I think it, I think it would pair well, uh, you know, the ne- so is
2: star Wars <laughs>
1: <Shoot>. yeah. <laughs> or yeah, let's fuck it. Let's put on star Wars. I don't know, but I just figured, you know, we're, we're, we're in a crime family thing and um, you know, we've got cops and bad guys battling it out. And this time we can kind of laugh at it. We don't have to take it so serious. So I'll we'll go with yeah. the boondock saints. I
0: think that's awesome. How about you, Matt? Um, yeah. I mean, you
3: got to lighten the mood and for anyone listening we're, we're we don't push anyone away from any movie we want you to watch anything and tell us your feelings about them um but i will say if your thing isn't watching a teenager get unconsensually shot up with heroin and then smothered <laughs> to death yeah this may not that be your damn holy
2: cow <laughs> yeah. um, definitely the most uncomfortable scene in the movie oh, no yeah. doubt like poor darren through that whole thing yeah. He's oh, like no
1: hope. no there's stop. nothing he can do no
0: and it yeah. follows the previous I mean, most is. uncomfortable scene which is when he carries her to the bedroom right then is just like staring at her and it's like oh this is like I know nothing is going to happen, but this is so fucking uncomfortable. I was so
1: like, <laughs> like, I didn't know what to expect after we had just what, watched Baz get shot by the cops. Yeah, I was exactly, like, yeah. I, I, yeah. I was like, I think he's going to rape this girl. I was fucking it's, terrified. Yeah. I was like, I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for this. I was no, so relieved when, it, when no. it went down the way that it did. Yeah, so scary. and the other and thing
3: it, is, like, she comes from like the best family in the movie, like the only good yes. characters in the movie. It's like, oh <laughs> yeah. man,
1: that poor yes. dad.
0: <laughs> Australian Nick Frost. <laughs> this was, like kept thinking whenever he was on screen, like this is in England, that would have been Nick Frost for sure. Um, uh, yeah, sorry, man. What would you what would you pair it up uh, up with? So, I went off on so,
3: so lightening up the mood, uh, the here I would take a similar approach to you, Ben. Uh, I'd go sentimental. I get the family in the house. I would go with This Is Where I Leave You, Jason Ooh, Bateman, yeah. Adam Driver,
0: Tina Fey. Yeah. Okay. And uh, that's, where we'd, that's where we'd head. I think that's a solid follow-up. I like that movie a lot. Very on brand. Really um, um, Very on yeah. um, brand, Ben. Hmm. Very Matt. Thank you. All right, Paltcher. Let's your <laughs> the best double feature here. Oh,
2: man. Um, no pressure. Well, I'm not, I'm not as happy-go-lucky, probably... As you guys um,
0: just want more. And I, li- I like
2: dark and depressing. And uh, I want to, I, I want to think about a movie for days mm-hmm. afterwards. Um, and I'm probably going to go with one that you guys probably haven't seen, but it's a David Cronenberg movie called dead ringers. Mm. This okay. is a movie uh, by Cronenberg who did like naked lunch and Eastern promises. And he's just kind of just this famous art house, wild ass guy. Um, Amazing movies, if you can kind of handle it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dead Ringers is a uh, it's kind of if you think of like adaptation where Nick Cage plays both brothers. Uh, this is actually a very similar thing. And they're twin gynecologists in this movie. OK. Uh, wow. And they get torn, torn apart by a girl. But the drama, the thriller, the suspense of what's happening and what's going on. uh Again, this is, this is, this is, you're in for a ride, but if you watch Animal Kingdom, you can handle this movie. Okay. So, for sure. so it's like Harry um, Potter,
3: but Harry Potter is a gynecologist, yeah, yeah, yeah. has a twin,
0: <laughs> doesn't know exactly. It's exactly like, like Harry that. Potter. It's a Ron and George we're and a gynecologist. and poor Poor, poor uh, love. It. Oh, I love it. <laughs> That's so good. Dead ringers.
1: <laughs> love it.
0: I, that sounds awesome. Um, I mean, we've kind of, Talked about, you know, some of our favorite scenes in here. I think that final scene is just like really shocking, you know, after everything that happens after Jay, I mean, the way the whole last, whatever, 20 minutes transpires, I think it's even meant to leave us kind of confused about how everything's playing out. Cause Mm -hmm. it just seems like Jay is just talking to everybody and it's like, well, wait, Like, I can't tell what's going to happen here. Which side, which sides are,
2: are, is he playing, right? Like, you don't know. And like, I forgot how the movie ended and like how shocking the ending actually is of what he gets. Because again, he's a, he's a character who hasn't really made many good decisions in this movie. Mm -hmm. And so you're, you're following him. And honestly, this movie feels like it ends like three times. Like You think. Like you get the slow motion and you get like the, the amazing music. The music here is awesome. Oh, they, whoever did the music so here is yeah. great throughout. It's so good. And, and, uh, but you just kind of feel like it keeps ending and, uh, boy, they, they put a stamp on that final
0: ending for sure. <laughs> they really did. They really did. I thought it was crazy great. fucking world. <laughs> yes, <it is. laughs> Man, what a way to go out, you know? And, yeah it's just like yeah as it all was happening i'm just like wait i still don't know like was guy pierce in on it like even his final line like did you find where you fit you know like in the in the um chain you know within the family like it was it was a great line but i we leave the movie obviously kind of with jay hugging smurf and just kind of realizing like oh and he like looks out to darren like okay this dude's darren's face is
2: darren's face like is the pinnacle of the movie for me Mm -hmm. like him just not knowing what to think because he obviously hated pope yes uh for multiple reasons probably for the same reasons that jay did he just didn't have the balls enough to to shoot him right like and so he's probably happy sad (laughs) um you know and you know pope's there cooking burgers or whatever in the backyard like nothing ever happened like he didn't just like (laughs)
1: like from darren's perspective who's scarier like pope who like (laughs) is like shows his cards at all times. And even though he's kind of a hard guy to read, like you literally can't read Jay, you know what I mean? Like he's like a blank wall. So it's like, I would be way more afraid of, of Jay being in charge.
2: He's the Joker of the movie, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's the Joker mentality of like, I just want to watch the world burn. I don't really care. Like there's, it's, it, you, you can't, it's that unpredictable character that is because they don't care. You don't know what's going to happen. Right. Yeah.
0: I'm an agent of chaos oh and you know the thing about chaos
1: it's beer
0: exactly and obviously you're talking about jared leto's joker so just yeah. so everyone knows the frame of <laughs> reference here best joker. Yeah, suicide squad joker, yeah jared leto <laughs> um, suicide squad for sure yeah i mean honestly yeah i mean talking about pope like that scene with him and darren where he's like you're in a pink shirt it's kind of a gay shirt He's like, oh, it's like, not like a bourbon. And, yeah, it's yeah, like, it's not a gay drink, but he's like, he's, he's pushing him, but he's just saying like, just tell me. I just want to know. I'm your brother. I love you. I'll accept it. You know, it's just like, that's not a gay drink. You're in a gay. Sh-. It's just like, it's so uncomfortable. It's like, yeah. how do you read this? You know, it's like, it feels like bullying, like the action is bullying, but like what he's saying, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, <laughs> I just want you to be true with yourself. I want you to love yourself. I love you. I don't care either way, but
2: I don't care if you're gay or if you're
0: not gay, you know, it's so all right if you are, mate. I just want you to tell me about it, you know? I don't care whether you're gay or you're not gay. I just want you to talk to me about it, you know?
2: Making yourself a drink?
0: Yep.
1: What
2: is it?
0: It's a bourbon and coke. Bourbon
1: and coke's not a very gay drink, mate. That's not a so gay, gay drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, what's going on?
0: It's so uncomfortable. That was
1: on the short list of uh, favorite scenes. I just wrote down... Uh, the Ben Mendelson gaslighting scene.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, no, Yeah. Like the verbiage in it, you know, is kinda like, like it's rough, but I think, you know, I mean, want to say it as like a, as reflective as I can because I think that's what has the impact, you know, it's just like how how he's wording it to him. It's just kind of kinda nuts, but that just speaks to like the power I think Pope has over him. So that just also like reflects in the ending in Darren's face and everything. But um, the only
2: person he doesn't have power over is grandma Smurf. Yes. A hundred percent, yeah.
0: yeah. And that's like, she, she establishes that with like, come here, give me a kiss. And he's like trying to leave. He's like, Oh, all right. I'll go back. You know, even when like, he's
2: in jail, she's like, sorry.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's and like, she, yeah. she's also just like worried about Darren too. It seems like when she's having like the, when she's chatting with them and yeah, I don't know. It's how could nuts. you not be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I was just kind of curious, like we talk about this sometimes, um, You know, it got made into an American TV series. I think it has like five seasons now on TNT. Like Americans, we love taking great stuff from other countries and just making (laughs) our own version of it. Oh, it drives me crazy. It's Yeah, it's rough. Like, I just am curious what you guys think. Like, would this be better as a miniseries? Do we want like a sequel from this? Like, I'm curious personally, like how Jay runs this now, you know, like what's his demeanor? How does he handle Is he trying to like snuff it out and go legit or is it just going to keep going with it like I'm and would that story be told better through a, a mini series or a sequel like well, I'm I'm just kind of curious what your guys' thoughts were about the ending and if you want to see anything else how you would like to see that and I'll, I'll throw that over to you Adam
2: uh, well, I guess I'll say first, I haven't seen the mini series, yeah, uh, or
0: it's no, it's actually, it's actually there's a full it's, series. Yeah. Series. I it's know a like full as a series, sequel, yeah. if you'd want a miniseries but yeah, it's been like yeah, five you know, seasons. I,
2: I, you know, something like this, there's always going to be strings to pull and the depth of this movie for sure. And I'm not usually a fan like of, to your point earlier, remaking stuff and mm. I, maybe maybe australia gets a pass a little bit because they speak english and so maybe it is and maybe that yeah. you know i i could see how they could want to turn this into a series i know ellen barkin plays the grandma smurf mm, like mm-hmm. character in that and i can see how it would work uh I, I i haven't seen it but i also like was you know fargo is one of my all-time favorite movies and i i mm. was really pissed when they turned it into a tv show i'm like come on like what are you doing like That's just not not fair to the Coens. It's like, yeah, that's it's just something sacred to me. And like, what are you going to do? And turns out it was a brilliant show and it was a huge, a huge homage to the Coen brothers and and all of their stuff, not Mm -hmm. just Fargo, but everything. And all of the seasons are really well done and like true to the thing. So if you can do that and have it be interesting and captivating and it's worth continuing to watch, like I'd be interested to watch the first season for sure of this. I could see it going on. I, 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 I don't know anything about where the story goes. Like, yeah, is Jay in charge now?
0: Like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. That's a good question. you have like five people involved and now there's just two left, you know, and Jay, who hasn't mm-hmm. had any leadership role at all. And Darren, who <laughs> kind of seemed like the lowest tiered member, you know, of, yeah. out of everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do you do from here? Are you like recruiting or yeah. How does it go, Matt? What are, what are your thoughts? What do what would you want to see going forward? If anything?
3: I mean, I think over the last decade, this type of movie, this, this genre has just thrived so well as a movie, as a TV series, yeah. um, with like breaking bad and stuff. Like there's a, there's a perfect like recipe for it. Um, I think this was done perfectly fine as a movie. Like it didn't, it doesn't, it wouldn't be better. I should, I should say as a series. Um, but I think it absolutely could be if it were a C, se- if there were a sequel, um, Yeah, I mean, if you're continuing the story, I think it functions better as a series. I don't know. Like, the story that they told, like, a movie was a perfect way to do it. I don't Mm -hmm. know if there's a perfect sequel way to do that in movie format. Um,
2: And, yeah, I don't know what direction they take. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I I agree. If, like, if this was all it ever was, I would be totally fine with that. Like, I think they did a great job doing it in one bang. If they, you know, I don't know. Also, I think TV in the way it's shot over this last decade to your point is TV's basically turned into just like eight hour movies or Mm -hmm. 12 hour movies or something like that. I like the production value was always kind of the separator. Right. And that's, that's off the charts now. You can do anything you want. I mean, look at game of Thrones or whatever. Like, I mean, that's just like like Lord of the Rings, right? Like, I mean, so like you can, you can do pretty much anything these days. And, and and so I, I get why someone would, but I, I agree with you. It's, it's got that recipe. I mean, you know, Sopranos ran for what, eight seasons, seven seasons. Yeah, Family drama is always going to be a captivating TV
1: series. I mean, I, you're a hundred percent right. And I can't disagree with any of that, but it is (laughs) all, it is all of those points that is kind of just like, I think this is better off just as it is because this movie was super fun. We get in and we get out and I don't have to now spend eight years of my life watching some series you know what i mean like i loved breaking bad and i loved almost all of game of thrones and i loved the wire and so on and so forth but it's just like i i I mean i just don't like who has time for all this shit like it's hard enough for me to stay up with like loki and stuff so like i just wish there was more stuff like this that was just like we just get it all in one package and then we can be done with it like i did I will say, like, after I watch, I turn to my neighbor. I'm like, well, I see why they made this a series. And I'm sure the series is great. And if it isn't, I'm sure it could be. But it's just I don't know, man. I think it's fine as it is. I think we know how the story ends. If he stays a crook, Uh, they even say it multiple times in the movie that a crook's luck always runs out in the end. So it's like, why do I need to spend eight years to find out that they just lose in the end? You know what I mean? Yeah
2: yeah I, I like I, I I'm i going to say that Hollywood if there's any money to make they will remake it so for watch sure. out um but I I'm I, I bet it's more about how emotionally taxing this is rather than like is there more mm-hmm. to say because I think there's probably more to say but like can you emotionally invest yourself for however many seasons into yeah. this much intensity if that's what they kept up during the show again I don't know but like
0: Like that's a lot to ask from someone emotionally as well. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was a lot for two hours. So like, yeah, to extend (laughs) that out would just be definitely exhausting. Um, Is there anything you guys want to talk about before we get into our our rush more for this episode? I mean, there's a lot we could talk about. So I just want to throw that out there. I
1: mean, we kind of covered it. There was just some stuff like, so what happens to Nicole's family? Like what happens to her parents? Like, did they have to go on the stand? Like, what's up with um pope's therapist and why wasn't he on his meds and all you know like there was just a lot of i just wrote down unanswered questions something palcher said uh made me i I wish i would have wrote that down but there was just a, a lot of stuff in here that like we just see and it just goes unanswered like who who's really pulling the strings here how much control does grandma smurf have she she says i've been in this game a long time you know she obviously has connections in high places to be able to get the safe house location like there's just a lot of stuff lingering in the shadows in the background that like you know it i we don't get to know the answer to and i i kind of like it that way but i just i, I don't know i thought i think that was like a a very um maybe not underrated but just a subtle really cool thing this movie did and i've yeah. i said this a bunch of times but i just kind of wanted to hammer it home i guess
0: Yeah, that was definitely one of mine, like as the ending was unfolding, it's like, man, to your point, Nicole's parents. It's like because they left with this like quiet, you know, boyfriend of their daughter and then like a car crash and he ran off. That's the last we see of him. Yeah. So they then have to discover that their daughter has been murdered and that the guy that they hit, like that hit their car was the one that did it. And now Jay is like kind of a crime warlord thing yeah. you know he's like a head of a family <laughs> right whatever that means you know and it's just like you know like take away the crime thing, like you you would go confront that dude like what the fuck happened you know blah 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 but now it's like well i mean he's like he's killed people now so maybe he don't <laughs> yeah like address him that way but that was the one of the first thoughts i had it's like what like what happens with their family at this point because that's just like what do you do like that that's insane I don't that know.
3: would have been the sequel yeah. that was the sequel yeah. Oh, well. Australian
1: like, Australian Nick Frost gets a shotgun and gets yeah. his revenge. Now that I would watch Hollywood if you're listening. Um, Animal which,
2: Kingdom 2, Nicole's family. <laughs> but, and,
1: they, and then they could turn it into a comedy and which would, you know, because there was a lot of funny, like genuinely funny stuff in this movie. A lot of, which, I mean, thank God, right? Like this is a heavy, <laughs> a heavy watch. Mm-hmm. But there was some like genuine like belly laughs I got out of this. Like when I mentioned he's shooting at the the silo and mm-hmm. uh after he had after the lawyer interrogates jay after meeting the cops and it's like well do you want a drink i've got lots of drinks and he's just like that australian <laughs> yeah. charm and this the, the, like the i don't know just that's a surprisingly funny movie despite uh, everything that happens here
0: mm-hmm. hilarious, a romp,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> two thumbs up from Tyler Beck. Yep. Funny, 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 it's funny like Harry funny. Potter, but funnier. <laughs> <laughs> funny Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, yeah, I say let's let's wrap this episode up. I want to jump into our rush more. I love doing these, and I thought a fun one this time would be to focus on. Brothers in movies or you know, movies that are centered around brothers, however you decided to define it is cool with me. I just want to know what makes your rushmore for movie
1: brothers. These are OR scrubs. Oh, are they?
0: Um, I'm gonna throw this to our guest first, so go for it, Pulcher.
2: So how many faces are on Rushmore? Four? That would be four. <laughs> four. <laughs>
1: For, we can, we'll make another exception for you if you want. Yeah, it,
2: it's no, your mound. Whatever you, you want. can go yeah. plus or minus one. If you <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah. I've kind of teased some of these throughout. Uh, uh, my four are gonna. Uh, I'm gonna start off with Rain Man. Uh, nice. To me, that's you know I have an autistic son too, so there's a little extra special part of that. Not that my son is anything like Raymond at all, um, but the the <laughs> I don't know, man. I've
1: seen, Kaden, I've seen Caden. I've seen Caden with his back to the TV, acting out. <laughs> word for word and action for action. The movie that's playing behind him while we're watching. I love for that sure. Team. Yeah.
2: All right. Yeah. yeah no, he's a great kid and he loves you, Ben. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that was yeah. super
0: hard. Oh, he remembers me. That's awesome. Um, so
2: rain man would be up there for me. Uh, I, I said it earlier. An adaptation is up there for yeah. me. Uh, I, I, I love That's, that's probably the all time Nick cage performance. And there's a lot of good ones. Well, good. <laughs> Is subjective, I guess. Sure, I did uh, Nick good, Cage for good, a bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. The thing is about him, like he can do amazing stuff, but sometimes he just does this stuff to pay his mortgage, and it and it drives me crazy.
1: But <laughs>
2: uh, adaptation is him just stepping out of himself. Charlie Kaufman, uh, it, it, and again, it's a movie about movies. It's the screenwriter inside of his own head, and then his successful brother, who's also a screenwriter. Very similar to, like I said, Dead Ringers earlier. Uh, I do have to put stepbrothers in there because that is what I could just turn on at any time. and be. Oh, yeah.
1: We think it would be very prudent. (laughs) Can we
0: turn our beds into bunk beds? Yes.
2: Why are you guys so sweaty? All
1: right, we've already
0: figured out how to do this. The beds match up perfectly. And here's the thing. It'll give us so much extra space in our room to do activities. Please say yes. You don't need
2: permission from us to build bunk beds. You're adults. You can do what you want. So... I'm not making myself clear. Like it's one Anytime. of those movies that is so funny. You forget half of the funny things that happens in it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm sure I'm stealing people's here. Um, oh, you're fine. And then my, and then my last one is hell or high water. Um, oh, I don't know yeah. if you've yeah. seen this, uh, but Foster. it's Ben yeah. Foster and Chris Pine. They're bank robbers. And Jeff Bridges is chasing them. Very Cohen S movie. Uh, but so well done. And just like, Oh, it's just, it, it it tickled every movie bone I have and uh, love that movie. Super un- probably probably forgotten gem at this point. Right. Yeah. One of those ben and I
1: watched that movie way before the podcast, before I met Matt, it was like one of the first rounds of this format, just when it was mm-hmm. just the two of us. And yeah, I love that movie. That is a great unsung gem. And if I hadn't already seen it, I'd nominate it for the next one, but yeah, yeah. that's a good one.
0: That'd be awesome. And now I'm just feeling like we need to come up with a round to do movies about movies. Cause I have not seen adaptation. Oh, uh, I feel like that would get picked pretty easily by me. But, uh, yeah, yeah. that'll, you that's for to 2022 <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. All so right, man. Like how and about subscribe. you? What's on your Rushmore? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Stick around for our adaptation talk in six months.
3: <laughs> um, I actually have a list of brothers movies on letterboxd. So this was an easy poll for me. Oh, wow. I already had them ranked. So nice. uh, I'm going number one with Onward, the new uh, Pixar okay. nice. last mm-hmm. year. Uh, number two, Sing Street, which is my <gasps> second pick for Unsung Gem, which will be next episode, I believe. Okay. Such, a a next week. Such a good movie.
2: Such yeah. a
3: good movie. Yeah. So good. Uh, third would be Darjeeling Limited. Nice. Um, and then fourth would be Logan Lucky. Anytime you can get Adam Driver and Channing Tatum as brothers in a movie,
1: yes, sir,
0: it's gonna be you great. Gotta do it,
1: man! I gotta watch that movie.
0: And Daniel Craig, I mean, yeah, he's he's so good in that. The new set pictures from the Next Knives Out, he's looking dapper. He's looking good. Oh man, I'm I need to check those that out. One. All right, Fuzz.
1: Well, so when I was going through this, I I saw a lot. I had to look up a list of, like, best brothers movies or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I found a list of, like, 125 movies. But I realized, like, if I'm going to make this. you watched
0: all of them. I've (laughs) seen all of them. The Man in the Iron (laughs) Mask. But I just,
1: I saw a lot that I was like, oh, I didn't realize they were brothers or whatever. So when I did this, it was with the caveat that I had to. Actively remember that they were brothers. And that I, So uh Mary and Pippin from the Lord of the Rings, the first two that popped in my mind. Uh I think this is the first time Lord of the Rings has made any of my Rushmores. I don't know. I like it. We'll have to go back there. So I was happy about that. Uh Thor and Loki. Everyone knows how much I love Thor. Hey, let's do get help. What?
2: Get help? No. Come on, you love it. I hate it. It's great.
1: It works every time.
2: It's humiliating. Do you have a better plan? No, we're doing it. We are not doing get help.
1: Get help, please! My brother's dying. Get help! Help! Oh, classic. Oh, still hate it. It's humiliating. No, not for me, it's not. And I'm falling more and more in love with Loki every week, thanks to mm. Disney Plus. Uh, shout out Disney Plus. We're looking for sponsors. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Step Brothers. That's going to be on a few of our lists. Uh, I can't say much more about it than Palcher did. And I had American History X. uh, but that was also sort of one that was like, that's a good one. I I know that they're brothers, but I don't know. Yeah. I just, for whatever reason, I I decided to put this movie animal kingdom on there. It's so fresh. And I have imagined this, I imagine this is going to be in my mind for a while. And it's going to be the top of my list of movies uh, for, for a long time to come. So yeah, that'll round it out.
0: Yeah. I think those are all solid picks. Um, I'm yeah. I'm going to hop on that. Step brothers train it's hard to to beat that movie <laughs> if you ever just want something funny like it's such an easy watch to throw on um speaking of easy watches good time we've talked about that safety brothers that one was like it's the thing i, I tell people about like when they heard about our Pat getting the batman role like yep. oh, it's why i do like listen watch good time then let me know how you feel about him no, uh, i think he's he's gonna he's gonna be great he's so, gonna be I, so good. I was sold on I,
3: bob I, after tenet and you're like, dude, have you seen good time? Like, why are you surprised? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I haven't seen good time. And then I saw good time. I'm like there. Yeah, there it yeah, is. I,
2: I totally agree with you. I'm actually ex- very excited about um, him playing Batman. And like, do we need another Batman? No, no, we don't. No. We, don't. No. we don't No, But, I'll but take it. if you're going to make it, I said that about the Joker and I fucking love that movie. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so. Oh, I'm you did you. like Joker. I loved it. Loved oh, it. Oh, wow. I love Joaquin it. Joker yes all right no no jared leto oh, okay, okay, okay yeah cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, all right, yeah, all okay. yeah yeah We okay. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah cesar
0: romero that was my favorite joker <laughs> yeah i'm i am gonna throw american history x on mine i think uh that's a i agree with you like it's kind of when i saw it on some list I'm like oh yeah that, that i mean it makes sense that's the brothers and it's like the redemption story and all right. of that so I, I like that one. I think it's a great like shows the family bond, no matter what people are going through. That that's still there. So, yeah, I mean, I like that a the lot.
1: Brotherhood of it is like a, of a huge part of the movie. It's, it's the, yeah. the crux of the story. But I just always think of only Edward Norton. So I was like the fact sure. that they're brothers, while it's in- incredibly important to the movie, I was just like, yeah, it's, it's to-
2: just one's less of a Nazi than the other one. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah exactly. Bit. Just a
3: little He's bit. Less. Switch it around. Until yeah. it's too late.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's definitely Norton's like motivator is his brother, but yeah, we don't. It's a Norton, you know, movie. It's yeah. like it's yeah, it's all about him. Um it's it's his vehicle. I was gonna make a joke earlier about this being a Ben Mendelssohn vehicle and call it the Pope Mobile. <laughs> hey. That's what this movie is gonna be. Um, oh, I wish you would have. I got it in. <laughs> Didn't think I was going to. Um <laughs> I was kind of torn on this last one. I, I really love before the devil knows you're dead. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman, um, Ethan Hawke. Like it's, it's a great movie. It's so good. And I'll, I'm, I'm going to keep that on my rush more, but I am just going to like throw out there for Joel Edgerton. Warrior is great. Him and Tom Mm -hmm. Hardy, they play like MMA fighters, like you have to go against each other. It is such a good movie. It really was a toss up between these two, but We've already got, you know, Joel covered on this episode, so I'm gonna keep Before the Devil Knows You're Dead on here, um, another are, fun movie.
2: Those are two great not choices. Fun, it's great. Those are two great choices. Uh Warrior is a totally underrated, not only sports movie, but brother movie. And I surprisingly mm-hmm. get wrapped it up. And maybe it's Tom Hardy's like badassness in the movie, <laughs> um, or and Nick Nolte's amazing in that movie. But we just recently reviewed on Deep Dive Film School um Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Sydney Lumet is one of like the all-timers to me and that movie like as we were talking about it I couldn't I I, we kept referencing movies that are like uh just these epic amazing like all-timer kind of movies and Mm -hmm. we kept referencing all this stuff so like it is a heavy watch there's some heavy shit going on and honestly it's it's there's some similarities here except you throw in like Uh, like it's more like a bottle rocket if it was really fucked up or something like that, where they're just, <laughs> yeah, ba- yeah, where they're just like bad criminals. Um, yeah. but like, but it's super heavy. Anyways, I'm with you. Those are two great, great ones that I had to leave off mine.
0: Yeah. I was, I love that episode. Cause like Lou met, like obviously being in film school, they have you read that book, but mm-hmm. he, I mean, 12 angry men is f- me for me, like pound for pound, one of the best movies ever. Just like a one location movie. Dog it's so Day Afternoon. Dog yeah. Day Afternoon. Oh, like, yeah, if you want like a great performance, that's the movie. Um, so yeah, that that would round out mine. But great picks all around. Maybe we'll do a Lumet round. I think it would be fun to do. Yeah, we some need of his to, because
1: your boy on the side of the mic is uh shockingly unfamiliar with Mr. Lumet. <laughs>
0: he's yeah, he's he's fantastic. Got, he's got a so lot good. to
1: learn, Fuzz. That's why we did the <laughs> podcast, Paulcher. <laughs> that's, that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised Pretty you left learn. Orange County
3: off your list. <laughs> damn it I am too <laughs> I
1: believe, why are you
0: calling me out like this man I've hey, to i take this just, out of the episode I'm sorry really <laughs> a movie about brothers Jack, just for my
1: stepbrothers
0: <laughs> yeah I would say I, I might swap out stepbrothers for Orange County because that movie that is all brothers and Jack Black is he carries that, that's a great movie sorry Sean, have you seen my piss um, cool, well thank you so much Paulcher for of coming course. on, this my was pleasure. a blast I think it lived up to all of our expectations <laughs> that we had set, you know, to have seated, have you on, um, I might yeah, quit this now. super fun. <laughs> just, Don't yeah. you
1: do it, Matt. I need you go go to podcast school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got a pinch hit or you just like texting like, Hey, we need, we need someone in here, but anytime um, guys yeah. really appreciate it. This was, yeah, this was awesome. Do you want to let people know again where they can find you guys?
2: Yeah, just, yeah, just hit up the Googs, uh, deep dive <laughs> yeah. film school. Uh, we're pretty much anywhere, Spotify, YouTube, Apple, uh, any, any place where you find, uh, good media as, as, nice. uh, my friend Sherlock would say. So Sherlock. Uh, thank you guys. This is a great, I, I love this movie. I, I I'm, I'm really happy we got a chance to talk about it.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Yeah this was a blast. I'm glad we watched it and looking forward to next week. We'll over seeing street. So, Oh man, get ready. So so good. (laughs) Yeah. It's such a good movie. It's so fun. And finally, like we'll lighten it up a little bit. So after, (laughs) after this week, but yeah, you can find us wherever you found us for this or anywhere on social media at three films pod. Thank you everyone for listening and for your support. And we will see you next week. See ya.
2: It sounds funny saying this, but my son is going to be your new
0: brother. Brother? I'm gonna have a brother? (laughs) I've always dreamed about having a brother. Speak of the devil.
1: Oh, brother!